Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! A very good Monday morning, everybody. What do you got there, G. Bush? Hey, man, listen, mm. by the way. What do you got? Look at this craftsmanship. He's putting makeup on that Jake <laughs> Look duck. at this. Look at this we, craftsmanship. We must apologize. We sorry, bro. Yep. We sorry, bro. Half <laughs> macking me down on Friday. On today's <laughs> show, G. Bush puts makeup on a duck. <laughs> quality. The quality. That is good. The quality. That is Who would have known? Jay, I, I Jay, tried telling you. My I, apologies to you, Jay. People are the surprised qualities. when they find out I can do that. My brother I was who surprised. Known, look at this. This is. Hey, this is handcrafted, right? Handcrafted, bro. No power tools. Yep, hand painted everything. Man, the loop guy. here, the leather loop in the front is so it's an actual working decoy. It's hollow. Listen, there's a penny in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have, to, I'm gonna have to build a pond in my backyard. So <laughs> what, what folks don't know is that that's where Jay keeps his marijuana joints <laughs> in that duck. <laughs> Adam, no, no trace. Oh, sorry, no that was off, you can't off the record. My I bad. I told you, man. Never in my keep life. Keep quiet. Never in my life. That's a true story. Uh, we've got a busy show for oh, you today. Man. Very busy show. The Guardians are red hot. They've won. They are. They've won 10 of 13, and they're mm. three games out of first place. We're going to talk about what this team might be able to do as we get later into summer. Crazy. Hey, man, listen, this is G. Bush here. I'm going to tell you why. You watching the Guardians, they they, they balling out. They, they only a couple games out of first place, but... Somehow you're not able to watch them on your regular uh, schedule network. Figure out what, which app you need to go ahead and download to do that. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's a mess. And hi, I'm Brad Sellers. And today, as the NBA Finals start to make its way to its close, the Cavaliers are quietly on the clock right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm Sir Mix-a-Lot. And let me tell you, <laughs> I'm going to tell you why rap music died in the 90s. I fell off my bike as well. We'll get it. I actually decided to go ride Wait, my bike. You fell off your bike? I kind of fell. I was stumbling and bumbling off my bike. Is I didn't it, totally fall. Is it a I'm motorbike? Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> motorbike. <laughs> it's all the speed. Do we have any ring doorbell video we of need, this? We could use that. I didn't completely First fall off. Are you okay? Before we I'm chuckle. all right. My shoulder. My, I, I'm actually injured just from riding. I'm like sore from riding a bike. Okay. Oh, my God. Yes. Cheap Bush is loving oh all of our oh misery I'll get to and, it. and discomfort. Baby got back. <laughs> so they, love well, that song. Well, I, won't, I won't say what you did in the group text okay. this morning. You can I, save I that for your Sir mix Okay, yeah. We'll yeah, you can it. save that yeah. later oh in the show. God. Uh, Mary Kay Cabot's joining the program today. Uh, we're excited to have Mary Kay on. For all Browns fans, they know that Mary Kay has been a longtime uh, beat reporter for the Browns, and she's uh, always turning stories. She usually has her finger on the pulse of what's going on inside the organization, and obviously there's a lot going on inside the organization right now. Mm -hmm. She is going to join us in just a couple of minutes, and we're going to talk, obviously, all things Browns. But before Mary Kay joins us, guys, I think we need to do this, like, especially on Monday, because the news cycle is now 72 hours away from our last show. Yeah. Normally, day to day, we try to clean up. Did we miss anything? Is anything big going on out there? We haven't, it, this is like maybe the longest stretch of Deshaun Watson, no news that we've had in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we ain't seen much. Uh, 
you know, guys are still creating content, but as far as hey, shout out to Busby. Thank you, man. Come on. Let us breathe a little bit. Dang. You just dropping them on the, slowly, but surely. Yeah, he was hitting us every single day. Tuesday, Wednesday, HBO new 24 accusers, man. Now. Hey, we'll take it. Give me a little break. I wonder if he's out of ammo. Yeah. Well, you always say, you know, it's always they always say it's always quietest before the storm, right? So it seems that all the information is out here now. This league seems like it's making it's making its way towards a decision. Um, it goes quiet before there's a boom. So I'm expecting a boom here shortly. And, and by boom, you mean the league? Yes, suspension. exactly. I, I, I'm excited about actual football, and while it's not here yet, we have the mandatory mini camp coming up this week, and yeah. that's it, right? That's the last football we'll see till training camp, and then in between that is the time where hopefully the Deshaun Watson situation gets settled because I think we're all kind of fed up with the story one way or another and we, and and I think we all want to talk football and, yeah. and see what that's going to look like on the field. Well, you, I think it'll be easier to talk football once yeah. we know who's going to well, be leading right. this I, offense. I, I anticipate this to go down because let's be clear. Goodell works for the owners. Mm -hmm. Not the owners work for Goodell. Goodell right. works for the owners. I'm sure they have told him that they want this resolved here. That's right. Before this Absolutely. thing opens one, up. One would think. Yeah. One would think. Well, I, you, if you didn't learn anything they say jump. He said they said he says how high that's yeah. how it works. I and think it behooves them to get in the room all of them because uh, at this point if you can go ahead and get you a little suspension out. This is I've, I've said this from the beginning. Once he is suspended, you're going to get a contingency of the Browns population NFL NFL population that immediately move on because now we know what's what's to be expected. We know right. what's to come and now we can talk about well he's going to be gone and he'll just keep it moving that way. But the longer you wait it out, it's more speculation and people will continue to tune in for that. Yeah, that's why the league I think the, yeah. the, the Browns now the Texans Deshaun Watson. I think it it is it benefits everybody to get mm -hmm. this thing out. Everybody knows what the playing field is, and then they can yeah. move on. McNuggets, let's check in with you. How was your weekend? Everything good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I went hiking yesterday. I checked out uh, the National Park, Cuyahoga Valley National Park. Yeah, it's beautiful there. Notice how he said that really fast because he wasn't sure how to pronounce it. So he just he <laughs> ran. He, right? See, I caught him. He, that's what you do when you're not trying to pronounce it. You say it really Cuyahoga fast. Cuyahoga Valley. <laughs> well, that's not the worst mistake I made. Yeah. I uh, thought I was taking one trail. I walked four miles in the wrong direction before I realized mm. I was on that. Were you by yourself, or did you? Were you yeah, with by the, myself. Wow, that's kind of risky, bro. Let me ask you, uh, OG. Uh, yeah, how yeah. many times have you took taken the wrong trail hiking? None. <laughs> <laughs> hand, like, it was ask, my bad. Ask, ask me why. Because you've never gone hiking. <laughs> Bros, don't do that. <laughs> Brianna, have you have you taken the wrong trail with you and your contingency? Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. Okay, G. okay. You take a trail, you can bike. You might be going down the wrong you, way. What you doing? Because Brad takes seven steps and he's like three nah, miles down the road. So it only right. takes him five steps so, to reach. Brad, Brad is smart. Like, are, you, no. are you a hiking enthusiast? Yeah, I like. Hiking. You do. <laughs> Good. Is this your first excursion here in Cleveland? It is, yeah. And what do you what give us a grade? It was pretty solid. I was impressed. Good. Minus the wrong turn. That was on me. Very but the good. trail, to my defense, I took the Buckeye Trail. Right. You parked at the area it told me to park in. They said Buckeye yeah. Trail left, right, forward, and backwards. And oh, I just guessed what town were you Mikey, in. Mikey, where were you uh, at? What town were you in? Uh, Boston Mills. Oh, you're Boston yeah. Mills. Oh, that ain't bad. At their, <laughs> they ski there in the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was right next to – I wanted to you go You saw the, the lifts mountain, as you were going up probably? And I went the wrong way. Okay. 
But no problems. I mean, we didn't have to get the I'm here. No, National I Guard out. I no helicopter surge. No. no, I knew I messed up. I mean, it's I like four up. miles is that big a walk. I mean, you're thin as a rail. You're 29 years Mikey, old. Mikey, Mikey, I'm not complaining. Mike, do you have a bike? Do you have a bike, Mike? Mike, do you have a bike? Not here, but I'm, I plan on getting one. All right, yeah. we get the bike. Me and you, might, we might bike. Mountain bike? From, are you, are you yeah, mountain we, biker? We'll bike, we'll bike from, let's say, from Valley View down to Akron. Let's do that. We can do that. I mean, That's a long like ride. Man. Yeah. Well, Brad only has to circle yeah. eight times on I the know, pedals, and he's there. I'm, I'm going to hitch my bike next to Mikey. Mikey going to pull me. <laughs> so I only, I only did, I got on the bike. This was the first time I'd been on a bike for more than like two minutes. It's probably since I'm 15 years old. No kidding. Yeah. And I so I just bought a bike a couple of weeks ago. Right. And we go out to the Metro Parks, you know, by Lakewood uh, on Saturday, Saturday morning. We go out there. And so we get on my my wife, my son and I and we're riding and I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, my butt's hurting a little bit because I, I got to get a softer seat. Yeah. Gotta get some, but anyway, so we stop for a minute because my wife wants to adjust her seat. So she does that, and then we get back on, and my wife and my son got going, and I kind of st- – I had raised my seat up a little bit too, and I stumbled oh, as my. I was getting up. Now, I didn't completely – I didn't fall down completely, yeah. but I stumbled and started falling off Uh-oh. my bike. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I'm like, what have I done? What happened to me? I used to be like Careful a, what you wish for. somewhat of an athlete when I was a kid, and now I'm a mess. Shout out to the neighbors who got ring camera. Please. Yeah, I know. There is no neighbors. I was in the Metro Park. Oh, yeah, somebody got a cam on the top of their helmet or something. That would yeah. be, it would be, it would be I, don't, I don't think anybody saw me. There was some guy fishing nearby. If, Maybe he has his phone. I don't any, know. If any part of your body touched the ground. Not really. I, I, it, was more of a, <laughs> it was more of like a stumble. And I right just kind of held myself from okay. falling. Okay. I was okay. this close to completely they falling. Put a, put a request out for the video. You know, you know how it works. I'm out glad here. to see They're a reveling in my pain people, there, G. People, Bush. People, people, never, think, people never think there's video out here. That there's always somebody who's video moving around on their phone because doing it's, something. It's not often that you see a grown man. Like, there's certain things where it's just like, Okay, when is the last time you've seen a grown man on a bike that just just bite it? Just yeah. completely yeah. he hasn't started yet. It was like I was trying to get started and I just didn't have enough momentum. <laughs> what was the length of your ride? What'd you do? A couple miles? I, we, I think we did about four miles round trip. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. It's a start. Applause to you. Yes. you know, you're out there, you're, trying, you're trying to get this yes. kudos. You got the weigh in tomorrow. Yes. How are we tomorrow. feeling about the weigh in? I don't feel great. I I, I, oh. I you know, I'm struggling. <laughs> you were off to such a good I know. start, Bull. Well, we got Mary Kay. Let's not talk about G. My Bush. Wedding. You feeling good? <laughs> you want to move on? Moving right, moving right along. Mary Kay is available. Bush. Hi, Mary Kay. How are you? It's great to have you on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Hi, Mary how are you doing, Kay. Mary Kay? Hi, guys. How you doing? Mary just... Kay, did you ride your bike this weekend? What did you do? You do you do anything like that? Anything? Uh, yeah. I'm surprised you don't see me tooling around uh, Rocky River all the time. Bull. I'm always I'm a walker. Oh, did you move out of Rocky River? No. You may have. No, no. I still uh, live but there. But yes, I am. I'm a, a power walker, and I, I try to get out every single day. I so never, wait, by power walk, you mean yeah. that, that like the speed thing where they move their hands really fast, but and one foot has to be on the ground at all times or whatever? No, it's it's no, it's not that okay. formal. I just go as fast as I possibly I, I can. I got it. And I just try to keep motoring along. I, Very good. I, I never see you out there, but that's probably because I'm not out there, not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Has nothing that's to do with your likely. routine. It's all about my routine. <laughs> so, Mary Kay, we were just starting the show talking about, it seems like for the last two weeks, just about every day or every other day, there was another nugget dropped in this story 
where you were trying to follow the breadcrumbs to see what's going on. But it seems like it, we've had a little bit of a lull here. Are we missing something? When was the last? I think the New York Times piece might have been the last really big revelation that we had. Am I right? Uh, yeah, that was probably uh, the last, you know, sort of development. But no, I think it might have been. No, it was after that that uh, that Tony Busby pulled the Texans into this whole oh, situation. Right, right. Yeah. And he's going to be adding them to the lawsuit. Now, he has not done that yet. Uh, they have not that has not been formally filed. So I don't know if they're going through uh, some discussions about that, some negotiations and and talks about that. But uh but yeah, that is is not something that that has necessarily been done yet. Mary Kay, from your perspective, um, are you surprised that Deshaun has not spoken again since he had the, that initial press conference? And how hard, like, if he just said, "Hey, listen," let's say he speaks again and he says, "I mean, are you guys ready to talk to him about football, or can you not even go there? Is there a balance? What do you think at this point?" You know what? I am not surprised he hasn't talked yet. I, I thought that they would probably do this where uh, he had the initial press conference and then we probably wouldn't hear from him again until the mandatory minicamp. We've only had about we've had really three availabilities uh, each week of the OTAs. And I'm just not surprised because there wasn't much more uh, that he was going to be able to say from a club standpoint that was going to to help them really and not hurt them from a PR standpoint. So not overly surprised by that. I do think he probably will speak uh, at one of these mi uh, mandatory minicamp days. Starts tomorrow, uh, that's out in Berea tomorrow. Then we head down to Canton for practice on Wednesday, then down to the stadium on Thursday. So uh, I, I do think that he'll talk one of those days, although enough has happened uh, since since he last spoke, you know, that they might just want to let him get out of town for that six weeks and, and maybe not have him address the media again. Mary Kay, you are as connected a Browns beat reporter as there is. And we've been hearing rumb rumblings over the last week that all of a sudden there's pessimism about how long the suspension is going to be. Mike Florio, who in my opinion talks out his ass a lot, uh, last week said the Browns are regretting this trade now. If anybody would know, it's you. Are they? Do you believe that they are now regretting this trade, and are they now worried that the suspension is going to be longer than they thought it would be when they first acquired him? Well, first of all, after all of this stuff came down, you know, last week, the week before that, uh, I did talk to sources that told me the Browns are still all in on Deshaun Watson. They're yep. not thinking about trying to to void the the contract or to try to go back to the Texans and say, hey, you knew things. Uh, so I think there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, but from uh, as far as I can tell right now, the Browns do not have any regrets. They still feel like uh, they're going to be okay with this as they move forward. Now, uh, that could change if some if criminal charges are filed and if anything major happens. But these last two lawsuits did not do anything to get them off of their mark. And I actually even talked to Deshaun Watson's lawyer, Rusty Hart, and he said, He's been assured by the Browns uh, that they are still all in on Deshaun. So I think right now it's all systems go. As for the second part of that question, I do sense a vibe uh, that some some people close to the situation are starting to fear that it could be a lot longer than they thought. I think initially we all thought, and maybe people in Deshaun's camp thought, 
uh, that it would probably be somewhere around perhaps six games, maybe even eight games. But now uh, I do think that there is starting to be at least a concern that it could be up to a year. Mm. Well, Mary Kay, do, well, you know, one of the, the contingency plans is to have Jacoby Brissett as the backup quarterback to take over if Deshaun Watson is suspended for a long term um, period of time. But one of the things I keep hearing now, and, and I, I kind of dismissed it, but I, I think this is kind of interesting, is the thought process that the Browns possibly could move Baker Mayfield to Carolina um, for Sam Darnold and maybe a late round pick. I guess the money makes sense. Um, they both make around the same amount of money. Um, and if you do have Jacoby Brissett for a whole entire year, is Sam Darnold a better backup than what Josh Dobbs would be who doesn't have any experience, right? Um, and, and after that, obviously, Sam Darnold will beat off the books. But is there any thought process where that could be a possible move or a possible swap for the Carolina Panthers and the Cleveland Browns? You know what? I, I have not been able to corroborate that yet. I've seen the rumblings. I've seen... Uh, you know, people speculating that that is something that could happen. And I can't honestly say that I know for sure that that's something that has been discussed or talked about, but it would seem to make some sense. The only reason why you might not do it is because in the event a team loses a starting quarterback before the trade deadline in late October, I think you would have a much better chance of trading Baker Mayfield to that team for something decent than you would Sam Darnold. But if you just want to get Baker Mayfield off the books, out of town, and close the book on this and end this chapter, uh, then it is something worth exploring. Uh, again, I don't know yet if they've had substantive talks about actually doing this. I still am digging into that a little bit. Uh, but you know, just in terms of, of ending the lunacy of having Baker Mayfield around here, uh, I think it's something worth exploring. So, Mary, let me ask you a question because you, uh, you know, you're, you're very well respected in this game. You understand being around. I don't know how you stay sane in the professional sports world because how insane <laughs> it can be. But I'll just tell you this <clears throat> to me from this from this standpoint, it looks like if they wanted to do that with Baker Mayfield, they would have done it. They would have got him out of here from the beginning. Right. So somebody over there sees something. And what do you think the the chances of them just waving him up? Are now I see that running around here in the media. They just may just wave him. I don't see that happening. But what do you think? I don't think so. And I've written that uh, a number of times that they wouldn't do that because uh, it just doesn't make a lot of sense for them. Even you know just financially, uh, they would still have to pay the eighteen point eight six million dollars minus whatever a new team would pay him in that scenario. A lot of people don't really understand that part of it either. Uh, but if a new team does sign Baker Mayfield and pays him, you know, whatever, two, three million dollars a year, that would come off the $18.86 million. So there would be that. But uh, it really eliminates the opportunity to trade him in the event that a, a quarterback does go down in training camp. And that could happen. I mean, these guys, uh, you know, they, they tear ACLs even in non-contact injuries. So if a team that feels it can go to the playoffs loses a quarterback, over the summer or in the early part of the season, you have an asset and all you have to do is uh, pick up the phone and try to make that trade. So, so that would be one major reason why you would not just let him go. And I do not think that they will. And let me ask you this. If they had not um, told Baker to stay home, was Baker coming to this, 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 this camp? Was he coming? Do you think he would have showed up? 
he may have because they would have had to had to have done something a little creative like keep him at the facility while they're <clears> outside <throat> on the practice field or you know just not have him i mean could you imagine him you know touring the hall of fame next to deshaun watson it would have been very awkward <laughs> and weird so if he had shown up i think that they would have maybe treated it like they do some of the other injured players you know such as a jack conklin where you're not going to be out there on the field you'll be in working with trainers and rehabbing uh, his fully torn labrum, his surgically repaired left shoulder. So they would have found a way to make it equitable for everyone. Uh, but this just is a little bit of a, a cleaner operation. So was there a concern that he was going to show up? Yeah, I think he probably would have shown up rather than give up $95,000, which is what he would have been fined for these three days. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if, if he showed up and just decided he wasn't going to give them back any money. Okay. Mary Kay, going back to the original discussions to bring in Deshaun Watson, we all remember how that unfolded. It looked like Watson had ruled the Browns out and they weren't going to be the team that won that sweepstakes. Can you take us through what was going on inside the organization? Who was driving the bus to get this deal done? Was it Andrew Barry? Was it Stefanski? Was it the Haslam's? How did this thing get reinvigorated and, and who in your mind was the architect of really making sure this happened? Well, we've been told over and over again that it was the personnel department, that it was Andrew Barry that was driving the bus on this. I think when it came to the financial part of it, uh, obviously Jimmy Haslam has to sign off on that and make sure that he's willing to do that blockbuster deal, which is the reason why it got done because other teams that were in it, you know, Deshaun had those teams higher on his list until the money came in from the Cleveland Browns. So Jimmy had to be a huge part of that. Uh, I do think that it was an organizational consensus. There's no way that you're going to do something like this unless Kevin Stefanski wants to coach him, unless Andrew Barry uh, wants him to be their quarterback of the future, unless the quarterback's coach is in on it and the Haslam's are comfortable. And again, uh, it was D Haslam, Jimmy, they, they talked things over again with their daughters. Uh, you know, their daughter, Whitney, is part of the organization. So, I, you know, I think that I think they were all in agreement that this was the right chance to take and that it would work out from a football standpoint. Mary Kay, at some point, Deshaun Watson will be on the field. We, at this point, we don't know if it's going to be this year, but at some point he will. How, you know, Kevin Stefanski has been criticized at times for being, you know, sticking with his offense and his system. But obviously he's got to change because Deshaun Watson is his, significantly has a significantly different skill set than Baker how different will this offense look once Deshaun Watson is leading the way I think it will look significantly different we can already see those changes uh, in camp they're running some different things there will be more three wides there will be fewer probably three tight end sets it won't be as you know heavy of an offense as it has been in the past it will be more explosive more high flying the OTAs was treated as a passing camp, and you could see they just <coughs> repped pass after pass after pass. Now, of course, you still have Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and, and you're not going to turn your back on those guys, and you don't need to. Right. I mean, one of the hallmarks of a great passing game is to have a terrific running game to go along with it and to set things up. So there will still be plenty of play action. There will be bootlegs, rollouts, but, uh, you know, there will be a lot of things that Deshaun does really well. Uh, you know, you can really uh, – blend the run in the pass when you have a quarterback that can do both and so they will take advantage of that they will not shy away from 
uh, him running the ball. They will have designed runs. There'll be a lot of downfield passing, but I think you'll just see a much more explosive passing game. Mary Kay, I saw today that the Cowboys are talking about using Tony Pollard, their good number two running back in the slot. We've been talking about getting Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb on the field at the same time with this new offense with Watson. Do you think we'll see that? I think you'll see that, yes. And we actually have seen some of it in OTA. So I think there will be more opportunities to do that. And if you're going to be focusing more on the pass, why not use Kareem Hunt again in the slot, split out wide, uh, and all the different things that he can do. So I do think that we ultimately will see more of that. And I think Deshaun will be able to take advantage of his skill set. You know, Mary Kay, um, we look at these young guys <clears throat> at receiver. And it looks like the Browns are going to give him an opportunity to play David Bell. They want to see what Anthony Schwartz has. Um, is there is there a, a thought process that if those guys don't get off to a fast enough start and it may look like, hey, Jacoby Brissett's in there at quarterback and we do need more veterans that can really, you know, something more guaranteed. You think the Browns are open to bringing in another receiver um, just to kind of, you know, hold the hold the ship down, so to speak. Uh, if Deshaun Watson doesn't play in the first eight to 12 games. You know, so far they haven't really wanted to do that. Uh, it's just not something that has been on their radar. They're looking at their uh, passing game and their pass catchers globally. So they're not looking at it just in terms of the receivers. They do feel they have experienced pass catchers in Amari Cooper. And then you move over to the tight ends, Dave Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Kareem Hunt that we've already talked about. So I don't think they're looking at it like, you know, geez, we don't have anybody be behind Amari uh, who's experienced enough to get the job done. Uh, having said that, I think that, you know, they have been banking on Deshaun Watson being the one to get the ball to all of these guys. So therefore, uh, they don't feel like they need a bunch of superstar receivers, that he will make those guys look good, that he will bring David Bell up the learning curve. Same thing with Anthony Schwartz and Donovan Peoples-Jones. So as of right now, I haven't sensed any urgent need to go out and get another veteran receiver. Hey, Mary Kay, it's June, and you know how that can be when you're trying to turn stories and create content. We've got a lot of time to fill. So in our super unofficial and not very uh, brilliant fo uh, NFL football lab here on the set, last week we devised this idea that maybe, because he's one of the most freakish athletes we've ever seen, maybe there's an offensive package for Miles Garrett where either he lines up as a tight end and you throw him the ball or you put him in the backfield on, on third or fourth and short, whether it's goal line or first down that they're working for. Is is, are we crazy, or is is there ever a chance that the Browns might use this super freak of an athlete on offense? Well, I mean, it, it does sound a little bit out there, but as you mentioned, I mean, he, he is a tremendous, tremendous athlete, and, uh, you know, we've all seen him dunk the basketball and do all the different things that, that he can do. Uh, and if he wanted to do something like that and he went to Kevin Stefanski or Joe Woods or any of those coaches and said, hey, I would love to, you know, I would love to do that. I'd love to run the ball. I'd love to catch the ball in the end zone. You know, they probably would put something in for him right now. I haven't seen it. I haven't heard it. Um, and he's got enough on his plate with trying to become the NFL defensive player of the year. Uh, but, you know, if it's something that Miles really wanted to try, I'm sure that they would give him the chance. I wouldn't want to have to try to stop do it. Let's do it. I can tell you that. Yeah. We've got McNuggets. Throw that video that you were just telling me about in here. And so, I, Mary Kay, you may have seen this, but 
Uh, Miles throwing some, uh, in fact, you were standing right next to him, I believe, or in the vicinity when he was throwing footballs. Mary Kay's in the video. Mary Kay, what do you think? Um, <laughs> may, maybe he's Did the world's largest quarterback. From him? <laughs> maybe he can do it all. Yeah, I was there for that. I took some yeah. uh, video of my own. So, yeah, I might show up in go. there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he... Um, you know, he had a lot of fun with the kids, so that that was uh, that was a fun event to be at. Uh, but I mean, you could just look at him right there. I mean, my goodness, he is a freak of nature, and uh, he he can do it all. So if they have something up their sleeve, then then they should certainly try it, especially if uh, Deshaun Watson is out for a bunch of games. Mary Kay, real quick before you go, I know you got to go. Power walking competition amongst the Browns beat reporters. Who would you, you're? You, I mean, most of the Browns beat reporters are you know, worse shape than me. Uh, who would you be most worried about in the competition competing with there? <laughs> Browns, who, who oh, would give boy. you a challenge? Uh, that's a good one. Well, our own Ashley Vastock, I know she uh, rides her Peloton every mm. single day. Yeah. And she is actually, uh, she's actually a former Division Three basketball player oh, really? uh, at John Carroll. So I, you know, and she is just a couple years younger than me. Mm. So she, she could probably, uh, she could probably kick some, some behind in a, in a right. power walking car. Fair enough. She looks like an ad. I think the guys would all be passing out in 30 seconds. Thanks, Mary Kay. Yeah, Mary Kay, thanks so much for joining us on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you, guys. All right. Very good. So, there's another topic yeah. that we have that we kind of kicked around over the weekend and some yeah. text chains, and that's um, some. We love these rankings things usually yeah. because <clears throat> we love to kill them for their rankings. Right. Yeah. But I think when these, whenever somebody puts out a, a list or a ranking, they know it's going to get a lot of reaction yeah. because we love to argue over them. CBS um, put out a ranking recently of the quarterbacks in the AFC. McNuggets, do you have that full list, or do you want to just? Well, I'm of course, just, we have the full list. Okay, yeah. it, we are. You know, I, I don't know that you're going to get a whole lot of argument with Patrick Mahomes at the top, or even Allen at number two. But after that, it gets interesting. But guys, I'll just point out Deshaun Watson at number seven. Let's start the discussion yeah. there. By do the we way, think that's too high, too low, or just right? Go I ahead. think it's important to qualify that this is strictly on the field. Sure, that of this, course this right. So if it's strictly on the field and we're not factoring in off the field stuff, yeah. I would I would have Deshaun Watson. And part listen, I, I think in my opinion the top five could go in a lot of different ways. But because Deshaun Watson didn't play last year uh, and hasn't had any much postseason success to this point, I would put him five. I think he's ahead of I'd put him ahead of Russell Wilson, and I'd certainly put him ahead of Lamar Jackson. I, I don't see how you can put Lamar Jackson ahead of uh, right. Deshaun yeah. Watson. I got him at six. I mean, I, you at the list. The list is strong, right? I don't. Yeah. Think, the list I, is incredible. I don't think Lamar. Matt Jackson, Ryan's at ten. I, I don't think Lamar Jackson is ahead of of uh, Deshaun Watson. I just don't. Right. The rest of the list is pretty solid. You got to stay. Russell Wilson at five. I mean, he his guy has been tested. He's come through. He's done there. Everybody on that list is solid. So. You're in great company. It's not like if you're at six or six or seven, you're in a bad yeah, spot. Yeah, you're pretty much right. splitting right. hairs. The only way you can move up this list now is you got to do be dynamic on the field and you got to right. really get it done. Russell Wilson's tricky because he's the only one of that top group that I believe, at least, is slightly in decline. I think he's over the mountain and going Matt back Ryan. Down. I mean, he's below. Well, him but on the top, I don't, yeah, Matt the top Ryan's seven. not. But yeah. Matt Ryan's not in the discussion of the top guys. But yeah, and he's going to a new system, a new yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I would think that, and we don't know if Russell's I don't know there. how you put Justin Herbert ahead of Joe Burrow. I, I don't know how you put Russell Wilson ahead of Joe Burrow at this point. Yeah, m- m- but whatever. McNuggets, let me get that list back. Yeah. Let me get that list back. Yeah, we these, do have to study these, that a little bit. These better. dudes are tripping a little bit here. First of all, 
I, I like Justin Herbert, but come on, bro. Like, I didn't know he was killing people in the playoffs. I didn't know he had no no jewelry. I did not know he won any well, awards. In defense of him, they missed the playoffs because his head coach. Hey, I can't help that. He threw five. Hey, them, them nice stats right there. I like that 5,000, right? But <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's to. a nice 5,000. But here's what I'm going to tell you. He's not better than Joe Burrow. Let's stop that. You need to drop him down a little bit. Really? No, he's definitely not better than Joe Burrow. And on top of that, Joe Burrow wins games with just walking into like he got that Joe Montana thing. He just show up and be good. It don't matter who you. He's got playing. some nice pieces around him. Yeah, I, I I get it, but he that's the Bengals. <laughs> the Bengals. Get Most it. of those pieces outside of Jamar Chase obviously were there. Right, was there, and they get Jamar they Chase. And he he gets to the Super Bowl in two years. And the coach was about to get fired. He's not better than him. You got I, and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is borderline at this point. He might want to go sign that deal they gave him. Like he, I, he's he's bored. Look yeah, at that yeah. season. He did not play well last Dumb year. Them stats. We, t we to your point. If you take Deshaun Watson out and put Baker Mayfield right there, Baker got comparable numbers today. Yeah. So 17 and 13 on the touchdown interception not, ratio that ain't looking all too hot. So I got him. I got him right under to me. They're interchangeable. If you say Herbert, if you say Deshaun Watson or you say Joe Burrow to me, those are interchangeable pieces is all, all depends is preference. I think you're right. You like. yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think you got to put Burrow ahead of them based on last year right now. Yes, but they could end Adam, in any yes. order. I think Burrow has the, the most pressure on him coming into this season. Out of all of those, I agree. Were, I think Josh I, Allen's got because, the most. Because well, when you look at what he did last year, yeah, and what they accomplished, yeah, yeah. Well, now that, it's you, you've got to do that again. And in the NFL, that's tough because teams figure out just like they figured out with Baker that when he rolled left, he made some crazy things happen. They took that away. You know, you you get out here and you know I always say there's a line out there that say go to the video, right? So now they got more tape on him, and I would sure. just tell you the expectation level in Cincinnati is at an all-time high here, right? So they're not expecting to go down. They're expecting to And it's be, tough, Brad, right. because when you go to the Super Bowl, if you don't make it the next year, right. it's a disappointment. Right. So I would, sure. I, I would say this. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to see Deshaun Watson with, with the plethora of, uh, of weaponry that we have here in Cleveland. What does this look like, right? Because when, when I looked at uh, Mahomes, now, I want to see Mahomes without Tyreek Hill. Right. And show, show me what's going on. Show me again. Show me this again, right? right? Yeah. I mean, he still when, has Kelsey. Yeah, there, you got which Kelsey, is but you got Kelsey guy. and they don't, have any good, they don't have any front line so wide you, receivers. So if you, have, if you have less weaponry, right? Theory should tell you that you're going to do less, yeah. right? So we're going to see how people pan out. And then to, to Herbert's point, G, to your point, Herbert got to get it done, right? He's got to get it done. I mean, San Diego, San Diego Los Angeles yeah. now. I mean, so here, here's a here's a group that have been flying under the radar. Right now, it is now showtime, right? Yeah. And I think for all those in the top seven, right, it's showtime. Uh, so uh, in 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 Baltimore, they have to be concerned because you talk about decline. Yeah, <laughs> you see a decline yeah, there. Because, I actually think well, Joe Burrow's got the least amount of pressure. Now they have, now they have video on well, him. I totally disagree. Lamar Jackson that. hasn't won a big game. Yeah, but Josh see, Allen, Lamar Jackson just had a huge drop in his production. Yes. Is anybody expecting him to be the forty touchdown I, eight yeah, interception but, guy? No. But again? like, if 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 the Bengals go to the playoffs and lose in this division round, like nobody's going to be killing Joe Burrow. No, but it's a step back. I'm just saying. When yeah, you, but the, it, the thinking with the Bengals because they were so young and because they right. made it to the Super Bowl, there is a there is a long standing 
trend in the NFL that the Super Bowl loser right. misses Has the playoffs big, right, the I'm next saying. year. It's if he misses long... the playoffs, that's a big disappointment. Yeah. If they make the playoffs and don't get to the Super Bowl, well, nobody's to, killing them. To your point, Bull, yeah. I'll tell you this. Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week. If the Browns did all this to go get Deshaun Watson and they don't win a Super Bowl, people will be disappointed. But I'm sitting here telling you, the way it's looking with these quarterbacks, that could be a thing. Guys, there's, there's, there's eight, this is there's all eight time, of them there there's right all now. Time a lot of great, great quarterbacks. The AFC is loaded. Uh, it's uh, not going to be easy for anybody no. to get to the Super Bowl. It's gonna, it's, and, and, That's a the, gauntlet. And, and it might not, it, it's likely not going to be the re, the quarterback won't be the reason they go. It's no. going to be the quarterback that has the best supporting cast yeah. around him. Here, because these guys, to our own definition, they're all almost not interchangeable, but there's so little difference between all of them. So, the team with the best supporting cast is going so to rise you, to the top. When you, when you have, Jay, when you have teams that are uh, built the way uh, the teams in the AFC are structured, the top-tier teams, right, what is going to be key and paramount in this season is who stays the most healthy. Oh, it's always true. Right. Who always, stays yeah. the most sure. healthy? Yeah. Because if people start getting nicked up and falling off to the side. You saw it happen to us last year. Sure. Yeah. Guys falling down, and then you got less weapons. Less weapons mean less wins. Yeah. yeah. Right? The Bengals, for example, were very fortunate. They didn't have any key injuries really. No. Last well, year. in most years when the teams, at the end of the season, when you look at who's in the Super Bowl, yeah. usually you can look at those teams and say, they avoided the key injuries. Yes, and that's just luck. Throughout the season. That is the rule. Yeah. I mean, you never know that's, how that's going to play That's out. in every sport. Yeah. Right? I sure. will say this. If they're, if the football gods even things out over time, the Browns have just been decimated the last couple of years with their timing on the COVID games. Yeah. And when you look at the North, well, the, the Ravens got crushed won, by injuries. The team that won the AFC finished two games ahead of the team that finished last. Yeah. It, I mean, you could throw yeah. them into a hopper, and they could have – the, easily flipped around. Baltimore could have won the division. The last best year. teams I ever played for were teams that were managed by people that knew how to manage personnel. That meant we're not going hard today, right? I looked at you. Y'all look at your performance number. You take it easy today. The sure. rest of y'all gonna practice today, but you sit it on down, right? Those sort of that reading can manage the that, reading the tea leaves, because yeah. the yeah. key is to make people and the, make make sure that people are available at the finish line, not in the beginning of the race, right? Do you think that I, I, when I saw the list, I immediately said, yeah. "Well, Watson seven because we haven't seen him." You know, when you yeah, sit a year in, in the NFL, yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a long time to sit and to be inactive. Yeah. And you just don't know. I mean, we've seen guys in the past have tremendous success. The two guys for me that come to mind, RG three, they were defenses were ripping up the playbook. They were rewriting the way they yeah. played defense in this league because of RG3. Blink, and he's out of the league. Gone. So, it, teams can catch up to what – and I think last year yeah, we but, saw teams catch up to what Lamar Jackson was doing. When Miami had success that night, Thursday night game playing or, – or maybe a, a Sunday night. It Thursday was a, night. Thursday night game. They yeah. went cover zero, and now they have the personnel to do it. They've got incredible defensive backs, yeah. and not everybody can pull that off. But that was sort of the blueprint moving forward, and we right. saw teams try to replicate that. And Good. Lamar looked like a shell of Lamar himself. Lamar has got more to prove. Deshaun Watson is not the same type of quarterback as Lamar. Lamar's, you know, more of a running quarterback who can throw, whereas Deshaun Watson's a throwing quarterback who can run. But see, I, I, but see I, but I don't think, to me, I don't think Lamar Jackson can throw at all. I think he's learned how to throw. He's learned how to throw. He just slings it. That's all he does, right? And then so what happens is, when people get a bead on it and a read on it, what you saw what happened last year, that wasn't no fluke. No, they caught they, up. They, they was up I, to I feel they caught they in the same the way they did RG3. I, I, well, I, I, th I think when Lamar Jackson, now Lamar Jackson was hurt last year, 
his legs are such a huge part of what he does. Yeah, you you can't if you take that away. That's, that's like taking half. That that's seventy five percent of what he is. But when he is a hundred percent, he's still. I think scary. he's gonna bounce back. It is he's it, scary. It, it, scary. It, it, it is. You it think is, it is the legs Jackson's that opens the game? Yeah, for him. Yes. I wouldn't. Right. I Watson's a better quarterback when you know when on the field. <laughs> But but I still think Lamar Jackson is going to. I don't buy that the league's figured him out. I don't buy that. Yeah. But there was I, something going on last he's year. He's got to readjust. He the Ravens had were injured much worse than the Browns. Yes. They well, had, they they got the they running back crazy game, injuries. Both of them. Well, their whole the defense, whole, whole their defense was whole secondary. Whole secondary is out of here. But I, I'll, I'll tell you the, the, Look the at problem those stats. for Baltimore. <laughs> it, it, it's can you build your whole entire offense around? That's yeah, they set. don't have any receiving talent outside right. of Mark Andrews. And and I just don't think I don't it works. It. Because if you get down, if you get down 14, at least you look at Deshaun Watson, he could just sit back there and throw the ball. You look at Joe Burrow, he could sit back there and just sling it, right? But when you look at Lamar Jackson, how many times are you going to be sit there and run read option up the field? And Lamar and doesn't have the talent around yeah, him. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is good when he has weaponry around him. Because well, he's they, never had weapons Well, the, pro- the problem is here. Well, if you Except don't have any, if you have any weapons, Mark boom, you're not going to be any better. I'm just telling you, in professional sports, when they get a read on you, it's going to be hard to bust out of that read. It is just that truthful. It is yeah. right, and he is in serious decline here, right? If you watched any of the Baltimore games last year, this was awful. If you were a Baltimore Ravens fan, it was awful. He did throw five picks against the Browns. <laughs> yeah, he had. I watch every Ravens game, and and he's he had a bad season, no doubt. I, I don't believe that that's. I don't think the final story. Well, guys, let's go yet. to the expert. Tim Couch joins us now on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. He's with us every Monday. Tim, um, I, hey, Tim. I don't know if you saw the What's list. Uh, how you doing? I hope you had a great weekend, uh, McNugget. If you can throw the list up again. We're, we're kind of talking about where Deshaun fits in. Is he really at number seven? And also, kind of a, a, a tangent that we've gone down here is, is Lamar Jackson in decline? Brad just said serious decline. Um, what do you make of this list, where Watson is, and then also on Jackson's trajectory? Yeah, you know, when I look at it, the first thing that jumps out to me is Joe Burrow at five. Right. Like, I, I think <laughs> Joe Burrow is at worst number three, if not yes. two. Yes. Um, you know, I, I love Josh Allen. I love what he brings to the table. But Joe Burrow is a special football player. And, you know, the guy just took the Cincinnati Bengals to the Super Bowl. I mean, that, that in itself is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> you know, he's and coming off an ACL injury, you know, to boot as well. So he's a special player. Um, Lamar certainly has dealt with some injury issues, some inconsistency issues from, uh, you know, the, being a pocket passer. Uh, he struggled a little bit in that aspect. But, um, you know, he's a talented guy. So. Uh, you know, hopefully he comes back healthy and he's um, he's able to uh, perform at the level that he was playing at before the injuries. Uh, you know, Deshaun hasn't played in a, in a year, so we'll see when he gets back on the field where, where he's at. But I'll tell you, I like Derek Carr a lot, too. I think, you know, that six, seven, eight range is really up for debate. You know, that's kind of a toss up to me. Uh, those guys are very similar players in my book. You know, I think a lot of it's, it's a great point. Tim. I mean, the AFC is as loaded with talent at quarterback as we've seen in a long, long yeah. time, and there's going to be good quarterbacks that are going to miss the playoffs. They might have great years. Like, right. Derek Carr could throw for 4,800 yards and miss the playoffs. The, the yeah. same, thing, same thing in the North, right? Like, it's possible the Bengals went to the Super Bowl. They could miss the playoffs because there's so many, especially in the North and the West, like, all those teams are good except for maybe Pittsburgh, but you never count them out because of their coach. I mean, so, like, we're going to – when the season's over, there's going to be fan bases that are going to be like, how did we not make the playoffs? It's, it might not be because your guy played bad. It's just because there's so many good quarterbacks. 
so many good quarterbacks. You know, you go down that list, you're adding guys like Russell Wilson to the mix and now Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um, you know, the AFC is such a strong uh, uh, conference for quarterbacks, you know, compared to the NFC especially. You know, you go to the NFC, you know, you're talking about, you know, Aaron Rodgers and, and Tom Brady, who's my age, and then, you know, you got – Kyler Murray, and then you know it's kind of a kind Dak. of a pretty big drop off. You yeah, got Dak, and you know, but yeah. Dak's been you know he's had his issues, been inconsistent, and injuries and things. So it's been uh, you know it's a big difference between yep. the talent level in the AFC and the NFC. So uh, the AFC is going to be extremely tough to win football games this year. And heard you guys mentioning supporting cast a little bit earlier, and that's really what it's going to come down to because all of these all these quarterbacks are so talented and such good football players. It's really going to come down to who has the better defense, who has a better running game, who has a better offensive line, who has the better weapon on the outside that can make yeah. plays for them and then staying healthy you know that's what it's all going to come down to because all these guys can win football games for you and they're all capable of taking a team to the Super Bowl you know Tim you, you talked about supporting cast and I, I want to go to someone that, that wasn't on the top 10 on that list I, I'm going to number 12 I see Trevor Lawrence on here and I was told yeah. by the world that he was a Elway he was a right. once in a generation type quarterback but you see what happens when you get with a team like Jacksonville, it ain't it ain't once in a generation. Do you think he can be rebound from this, or do you think it's been some uh, irreparable damage done to Trevor Lawrence? Have you seen like him him you know seeing you know deer in the headlights? How do you think he bounces back? Because I'm expecting. I think they would have thought he was going to be somewhere like Andrew Luck, top ten at least on that list as, as coming out of Clemson. Well, I think I can speak from experience on this one, you know, going yeah. to, a, uh, to a football team that wasn't very good around him. Uh, Trevor, you know, coming out of college and high school even, they, I don't think the guy lost a game his whole high school career, only lost a couple while he was at Clemson, and then he gets to the NFL, and he's dealing with loss after loss after loss, and I can tell you that takes a toll on you mentally as a quarterback because you feel that pressure. You feel like it's on you to go out and win games. And when you're not winning, especially as the number one overall pick, you feel that pressure from, you know, the media, the fans, you know, even your damn teammates, you know, you feel it from because they're looking at you like, hey, man, you're the number one pick in the draft. You're supposed to be winning games. But when you don't have that supporting cast, it's tough. And hopefully they can build it around Trevor because he is a talented football player. But right now he's not able to go out and showcase what he's able to do. And Tim, let me let me tell you on that list. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't, I can't remember if I saw him on this list. I tell you who I've been impressed with uh, who's been playing at the rest. So in Chicago, so my Ohio State alum has been playing. He's been, well, that was just yeah, we're just doing So tell me, what do you think? Because I, I watch the Bears and watch what he's they doing. Suck. Watch what he's doing in Chicago. I mean, he's running for his life, but he's right. making oh. plays. Yeah, he makes plays, man, and uh, you know you can just see you know what a special talent he's going to be. Uh, just you know watching you know the plays he's able to make with not much talent, not much help around him, just able to create. Uh, with his legs, his, uh, his ability to throw the ball down the field and, and make plays when nothing is there. I mean, he's going to be a good player in this league for a very long time. And, you know, just like all the, you know, just like Trevor Lawrence that we were talking about, hopefully they can put the pieces in place around him where he can actually be the player that he's capable of being because, you know, there's been so many good quarterbacks in this league that really didn't make it for a long period of time just because of supporting cast and being in the wrong place at the wrong time and then, you know, injuries and whatever happens. So hopefully that doesn't happen to Justin because I really like his game. I think he's a heck of a football player. Tim, earlier, Jay said he thought Joe Burrow had a lot of pressure compared to the other top quarterbacks. I see it differently. I feel like he's got less. I mean, Lamar Jackson hasn't won a big game, and frankly, Deshaun Watson hasn't won a big game at this point in his career. 
that those guys, you know, Josh Allen, the disappointment in the playoffs two years in a row. Patrick Mahomes, yep. his team, gag- I mean, he's won a Super Bowl, so I don't know if he has any pressure, but they gagged badly against the Bengals last year. Do you agree with Jay that Joe Burrow's got a lot of pressure? Or do you think some of these other guys have more heading into the season? You know, to be, to be honest with you, I can see both sides of it. I can see if, if Joe Burrow, you know, Joe Burrow's side, you know, he can say, well, I've proven I can take a team to the Super Bowl, so I've proven I am that guy. I am the franchise quarterback that can that can take a team like Cincinnati to the Super Bowl. So, you know, obviously everyone believes in him. The city believes in him, his teammates, and everyone knows he's the guy. Uh, but for Josh Allen and those other types of guys that you mentioned, it is really about taking that next step and showing they are capable of winning a Super Bowl or at least going to one. And, and Josh is, you know, more than talented enough to, to be that type of player. He's just had some unfortunate breaks. It came down to a, a coin toss in the playoffs for him last year. I think he would have made it uh, a year ago. But, um, you know, he, he's uh, th- those guys are all so talented, man. It's just, it's uh, you know, it's just a fine line between winning and losing in the NFL. And it just comes down to a player or two here and there. And they're all capable of doing it. Just, uh, you know, the, the I think you always feel that pressure as a franchise quarterback to take a team to the Super Bowl, but uh, you know the, these guys are certainly all capable. Tim Miles Garrett on offense, you love it, like it, hate it. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Man, I'd take him any day. Uh, I've seen the I've seen the highlights of him playing basketball. I mean, a guy that size, six five or whatever, about two hundred eighty pounds. Like, how can you miss that target? I'm forty. I'll be forty five next month. I can hit him right now between the numbers. Like, you can't miss that dude. And if you do, he can just jump up over one and grab it. So, um, I mean, he, he's an unbelievable athlete. You, you just see this guy jumping around like he's, you know, one hundred eighty pound, you know, shooting guard in the NBA or something. He's two hundred seventy pounds doing this type of stuff, and it's just it's unbelievable what he's able to do, athleticism wise, and just you know the speed and. Um, you know, the power that he has is just unbelievable. Have you ever played to, like, like to me, Miles Garrett is one of the all time freak athletes, yeah. like in any sport. Have you, hey, can you think of a player you played with that had that size, speed, strength combo? Is like there anybody that comes to mind? Uh, Courtney Brown, who was the number one pick uh, in 2000 out of yep. Penn State, man, that guy, I'm telling you, if he would have stayed healthy, um, he, he was going to be a special football player. He had, he was kind of like a Miles Garrett. I mean, he was about, yeah. you know, 270 pounds or so. He was completely shredded. I think he ran a 4-5-40 at the combine or something mm-hmm. like that at, at that <laughs> weight. Uh, he just had the knee injuries and couldn't stay on the field. But I think his first game as a rookie, we played the Steelers at home, and he came out and had three sacks in his first game. And we're all thinking, you know, we got, we got the next Bruce Smith or someone here. But, yeah. um, you know, he, he just just couldn't stay healthy, unfortunately. But that guy was—he uh, was a special t- uh, yeah. talent, like uh, you know, kind of like uh, Miles was, as far as just like his physical attributes. Mm. I believe Miles had a sack on his first play. He did as, right. a, as a member yeah. of the yeah. Browns. So yeah. Tim, yeah. Um, when when you look at a guy that's that, because it's not just the size, strength, or uh, yeah, size, strength, and and uh, speed. and speed. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. just a general athlete. You could use yeah. him. You could use him in goal line. You could use him as a tight end. There's so many things that you could do with this guy. We, we just think that at, at some point this year, you almost got to try it. G. Bush, though, says, no, 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 no. He's the franchise. You don't want to get him hurt. What do you make of what? that? What do you make of that angle? You know, there's always that concern about him getting hurt, but you know, it's football. You can get hurt on any play. But imagine if he was in like in New England with Bill Belichick. You know how creative Belichick was with oh. guys like Mike Vrabel and those guys, just you know, putting them at tight end and goal line packages. I mean, you can't tell me you can't put him at tight end and let him run a corner route against the linebacker. He's going to be faster and bigger. <laughs> if a safety comes down to cover him, it's going to be it's going to be like a child trying to cover him if they bring a corner. So 
yeah. um, you know, I think, you know, just using that guy would be unbelievable. I mean, I don't know if Miles is up for that or if they've even considered it, but, you know, certainly it'd be a, he would be an unbelievable weapon out there. Yeah. I'd love to see it. I really would. You know, Tim, uh, let me ask you this question. We, we talk about this often, right? Um, when you, you know, we people get in an argument when we talk about Deshaun Watson, whether they're going to be a throwing team or a running team. Yeah. And we always talk about the way the league moves, right? So when you came in a, a, out of Kentucky, you guys were throwing the ball everywhere. I mean, you guys had four receivers. It was the first time we I had seen er, in, in early on in the 90s where teams is throwing it that much. I think you and Houston, a couple other mm -hmm. teams was running that type of offense. Now you see a guy like Josh Allen. We talked about Josh Allen a little bit. He, they're throwing the ball a whole lot. They throw the ball yeah. a lot. Do you feel like a team, uh, a, a, run, a traditional running team, can win a championship with it, just running the ball and having a, a I would say, a, a decent quarterback um, like your Trent Dilvers, your Brad Johnsons, or do you feel like now you, you just have to throw the ball and, and you have to have that type of quarterback and that's the game plan? Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, I think in today's game, you have to have that quarterback who can throw the football. I think running running the football is always going to be important. It's going to take you a long way. But to get over the hump and actually win games in the playoffs, make it to a Super Bowl, you're going to have to get, have a guy who can stand in the pocket and make throws. Uh, because, the, you know, the, the defenses are so good nowadays. They're so fast. They can take away your run eventually. If that's all you're going to do is be one-dimensional, they're going to stop the run. They're going to make you throw the football. And if you can't do it, they're going to end up beating you. Um, but, you know, if you, the, game, the way the game is set up, the rules as far as, you know, not being able to hit the quarterback the way they used to, not being able to hit the receivers across the middle the way they used to, the pass interference rules. The way everything is set up nowadays, it's set up for you to be able to throw the football and put up these huge numbers. And that's why you see all these quarterbacks numbers that have been skyrocketing over the last several years uh, in the passing game. So I, I think you have to have that quarterback who can take advantage of a defense that's going to try and load up and stop the run on you. So Tim, when you look at the receiving core here with Cleveland, are we missing something? Do you see something that is necessary to be added to this mix? What do you see? You know, we've shuffled up our receivers here. What do you see now? Yeah, yeah you know, it's a, it's going to be an interesting year. You know, they've, they've lost a lot of talent over there. Obviously, you bring in Amari Cooper, who's who's an elite football player. Um, you know, but I think, it, you know, you got Peoples-Jones back, um, who, who's a good player. But, you know, just uh, we'll see how he progresses. But I think, you know, one of the keys is going to be a guy like Anthony Schwartz. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does in mini camp throughout training camp you know he's a guy who only caught i think 10 passes or so last year as a rookie but he's a absolute uh, speed merchant he can get down the field he can take the top out of the defense and they, they need that type of playmaker uh cooper's not really going to be that guy cooper's going to be your route runner who's going to get open he's going to get separation he's going to catch a ton of balls but you know you need that explosive playmaker kind of like deshaun had in um in houston with a guy like will fuller you know just that speed who can get down the field uh, Deshaun throws such a great deep ball. So hopefully Schwartz can be that guy that steps up. Uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure on those guys at wide receiver for the Browns, you know, with the talent they've lost. You know, you, you know, you lose those uh, great receivers that they had the last couple of years with Jarvis and, you know, Odell's gone, obviously. But um, so, so a lot of pressure for some young guys to step up and be playmakers. Tim, let's get to the uh, important conversation here. Uh, coming up uh, later this week, potentially, uh, Mikey McNuggets is going to play against former Browns linebacker Dequell Jackson. Uh, Mikey played Division Three basketball. DeQuell did not play basketball in college, but obviously he's a great athlete as a former NFL player. Yeah. They're going to be playing one-on-one. -on -one. I don't know. Do you know DeQuell well? I don't know him, no. Okay. But I didn't know about this game either. So where, where's uh, give me a little information. When, well, when's this we're set, place? I'm setting it up. We're going to have we're going to play indoors. It's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. 
small crowd by invite only. I think Tim wants in. Tim, yeah, Tim I, you want to play? Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, you I got winners? Next, <laughs> hey, next time you're in town, Tim, we'll have Tim you to set it winner. up. Tim gets the winner. How about you that? Get, Tim gets win. the winner. Uh, Tim, I mean, Tim should crush both of them. He played basketball. You know. Nobody on staff is coming close to beating yeah, Tim. Yeah, but who, do you, who are you taking? You taking going with Dequell Jackson or you going with Mikey McNuggets in the one-on-one? Well, considering I haven't seen DeQuell play, I've seen yeah. Mike's three-point game now, and I, he, he looked pretty good, those threes that he showed a couple uh, shows ago when I was on. So I'm going to go with his outside jumper to, to, wow. to, to get the win in this DeQuell, one. So. DeQuell watches every wow. day. Wow. I'm going to get a text from DeQuell in 30 hey, seconds, hey, and you're it's dead. It's only, it's only because I haven't seen your game, DeQuell. I mean, I don't, I don't know what type of player you are, so I've seen yeah. a little bit of his. So, as he, yeah. as he lays I'm, down, if I'm the cursor like, hey, If I'm DeQuell, I'm just backing Mikey down every play every He's possession. 150 is, pounds. It, is that part of the game? Do you have a He's rule? He's backing you down. No, here's how you stop that. Are you doing three dribbles? Well, hold, this started as a three-point contest. Okay. And then oh, now no. Bull is trying to initiate a 1v1 game. No, I want a game here. No, oh, no oh. three-point contest. I got fans coming. Come on now. If it's three dribbles, <laughs> Mikey can compete. If yeah. What day dribbles. does this go down? We're, Dequel's coming to town this week. Dequel, Thursday, by the way, right? announcement for everybody. Dequel will be in studio, full show on Friday. That's great. Okay. In the house, I'll face my rival. Uh, we're going to see if I'm <laughs> my Thursday. Rival. <laughs> my me, rival. Me and Dequel have, like, Dequel's my boy now, but I can't tell if he actually wants to kill me or if he likes me. It, he likes you. I think he likes you. on the line of, yeah. uh, I'm a little nervous. I think he likes you. But he has to do something for the Browns on Thursday. So yeah. we're going to see, depending on his schedule, if we can set it up for Thursday. We're going to do it Thursday. Yeah. If not, we'll do it the next time he's in town because i got to take care of some Tim, we need Friday. to get you to Cleveland, too. Well, we need to get you in studio, and then you got to right. face the winner, too. And, and Tim, Man, that would be great. I'd love to. And, and Tim, yeah, <laughs> see? And Tim, we think Tim, Mikey McNuggets – don't we have something to ask Tim about him if he was still playing right now? Yeah, oh, we're going to get to that in one sec. Tim, okay. when you're here, I'll challenge you to a three-point shootout too. Let's let's rock. Okay, I need to start shooting some jumpers. I haven't yeah. shot any in a while. I've been focused too much on my golf game, man, so I'm going to have to get ready for that one. Jay. He's Jay. awfully cocky there, McNuggets. Jay. He's been focusing McNuggets. too much on his golf game and on something else, which we're going to tell you about in one second. Oh, this, this is, is great. the internet is saying, and as always – Today's thirst trap is brought to you by PCC Airfoils, a.k.a. Tim Couch's Instagram. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils mm. is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Tennessee, Northeast Ohio, excuse me. Best Airfoils. All around. locations of PCC Airfoils at Eastlake Manor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 an hour and up. Plus, get full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. Apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. So over the weekend, I got tagged. Nope. We're going to uh, what the internet is saying, Steve. We're going to pull up 80. Here it is. Hey, hold, 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 hold. I got oh, tagged boy. in this tweet. <laughs> this is Tim Couch, same age as Tom Brady. Oh, Browns are Look at that. completely stacked at every position on offense. I guarantee you can still throw it a country mile. I say let's let them roll with the 2022 weapons, win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Tim, who's that? Hey, first and foremost, man, eat a carb. Oh Please. my God! No kidding. Tim got man. a lot of time on his hands. Tim looks like a professional bodybuilder. Tim can't shoot Tim, with traps Tim, like that. Tim, here I go to gym five days a week. You got a lot of time on your hands here, son. <laughs> man, too, too much damn time. Yeah, I, I really do. <laughs> Good lord, that is okay. That's insane. So, Tim, are you playing tight end or defensive play, end? I only look like I can play. I promise you, if they hit me one time, I'd fold like a lawn chair. Like, I, don't, I don't need anything to do with getting hit anymore. Tim, that's your IG, can, Tim, that's your IG hit right there. That's what you put on IG. 
Well, yeah, you know, I mean, I figure, you know, you, you work out two hours a day. Everybody else shows it off on Instagram. Why not post one here Tim, and there? So. Tim, why would you ever wear a shirt? Yeah. I mean, if I was oh, in that good shape, I'd never wear a shirt. See. Well, when I post that stuff, see, my, my kids, they get embarrassed. They're like, Dad, please don't ever post anything like that again. They're like, seriously. <laughs> Tim is out here maxing out on, on, on body parts that shouldn't be maxed out on. He maxed it out on abs. How you max out on abs? Yeah, I do 225 on abs. 225. So what is the position debate here? Yeah, tight end or defensive end? Yeah, oh. Tim, would you play tight end or DN right now? you had to step on the field uh definitely tight end um i think i could catch some passes but uh defensive end there's no way i'm getting around an offensive tackle there's there's no way no uh, i've never played defense in my life so i'd have no i'd have no clue <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic are you bigger than miles garrett right now no no i'm i'm about 235 pounds i played it like when i was with the browns i was probably 230 235 i've just leaned out quite a bit um yeah. you know but um you know, I'm 235, 240-ish, something like that. Miles is, what, 265, 270. So, yeah, he's, yeah. he's got quite a bit on me. Yeah. So, so Tim, yeah. me and Adam the Bull, we're doing a weight loss competition <laughs> here, right? Mm. And uh, we're weighing in every Tuesday. So, obviously, uh, you have the whole workout thing and eating thing. What are, what are your advice? What are some, what are some mm. things uh, that normal people would eat that you don't eat anymore? Like... <laughs> that you've eliminated. Tom um, Brady hasn't had sugar in years. What's something that you would say, like, mm. I haven't ate that or something that normal people would eat? Um, you know, I kind of eat, I still eat pizza, you know, just not, I just don't eat it all the time, you know, stuff like that. I still will have dessert with dinner every now and then. I just don't do it quite often. But one thing I, I haven't had in probably, man, over 20 years or something is a soda. I, mm. I never, I haven't had a soda, wow. like sugary stuff I stay away from. Uh, you know, my main thing with my diet is I'm not, I don't count calories. I'm not real strict. The only thing I count is my protein intake. And I try mm -hmm. to get, I try to get like 220 to 240 grams of protein per day. Wow. Um, but other than that, I don't really right. count anything. Um, you know, I just, I eat a lot of, you know, chicken and fish and, you know, steaks. I eat, I eat a lot of eggs and, um, you know, I'll eat oats for carbs. I'll eat sweet potatoes. I'll eat brown rice, um, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, every now and then if I, if I'm out to dinner or whatever, I don't really, I'm not really concerned about, you know, eating, eating bad foods or whatever. I'll eat whatever when I'm out Tim, to dinner, but when I'm at home and I'm meals, I, I stay pretty healthy with it. So, so Tim, you're going high protein. How many, how many, uh, how many workout days you doing a week? I work wow. out, you know, usually six, <laughs> I usually work out six or seven, but you know, probably five weight workouts a week. And then the other two are more like cardio and yeah. some, you know, like, a, like I'm not a yoga person by any means, but I do like to stretch and, you know, just try to keep my body flexible as well. So, but probably five weight workouts and a couple cardio sessions. How, many, how, many, how, how much time in the gym? I usually try to get in and out in an hour and a half or, okay. or an hour to an hour and a half or so, something like that. Some, yeah. some days I'll do two workouts. I'll wake up and do some cardio first thing in the morning, fasted, and I'll work, do my weight workout um, later in the day. It just depends on kind of how my day is with, with the, you know, what I have planned and stuff like that. So just kind of work it around. That's, then that's two times in a row. We had, we had Charbonneau on. Joe Charbonneau was on and, and Friday, then, 66, then, yoked to the max. And then we got this guy yeah. on. He's, yeah. out here, he's out here looking like a, a Christian Dior model. <laughs> is unacceptable. Well, at, least, at least in Tim's case, I'm older than How old are you, Tim? Uh, I'll be 45 next month. All right, at least I'm older than Tim. So, Charbonneau's 65. It's Charbonneau's crazy. Yeah. They're, Tim's both, they're kid's both crazy. A giant, too. I was talking to Tim. Tim's kid's massive, too. What, yeah, what, the family. What, what great. Now, now, is your kid, yeah. he's playing ball now? 
Oh yeah. 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 He plays plays defensive end and uh, we were over at UK's camp yesterday. Uh, Mm -hmm. We were at Eastern Kentucky university's camp earlier in the week. And uh, yeah, he had a great camp yesterday. They really like him a lot. He's a defensive end kind of outside linebacker. Uh, I'm trying to get him to play a little tight end as well. I think he would be a great tight end. He just really has to play on that side of the ball. Yeah, he got an offer from Eastern Kentucky already. So um, we've, we've got one on the table and, uh, you know, hopefully he has a breakout year this year. He's going to he'll, he'll be he's an upcoming junior. So he plays for a really good football all team right. here in, oh, in Lexington right. called Lexington That's Christian the Academy. big year. So, all right. um, I'm gonna yeah, pr- that's a big year for him. I, I'm going to pronounce it wrong because I'm not going to say it the right way. But if if he if he got the scholarship from Louisville, did I say it wrong? Is that yeah. is that no good? Will you not let him go there? <laughs> If he wanted, yeah, to. I told him, man. That's the only place we're not going. This like, I can't, I can't stand, it. man. It's like you know how it is, guys. It's like Ohio State and Michigan. Oh, I can like, relate, bro. One, you're yeah. one or the other. Yeah, you bro, know how it is, bro. I can so, relate, bro. Okay. So I'm like, you can go anywhere had, on in the United States except Louisville. We're not, we're not doing Louisville. I had to hang up on, I had to hang up on a Michigan coach. I said, listen, we're not even going to do this, right? So I'm not right. going to pull yeah. your leg here. She is not coming to Michigan. Yeah, I have to live in Ohio. Absolutely. It's not happening. Yeah, right? that's right. Hey, that's what let's it is. Not, let's not the even do the dance. Would, <laughs> no, the people in Lexington would disown me if I let my son go to Louisville. So I, I can't do it, man. Yeah, yeah. that's like a Rick Patino move. When Patino, yeah. oh, yeah. after Patino coached <laughs> in Kentucky, sure. he shows up with the Cardinals. Man, a, he was oh, he yeah. was I don't at want one any time that treatment. Yeah. he was one of the most beloved guys in the history of the state. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. Yeah. Not so much anymore. You don't. That's one line you yeah. just don't cross. Tim, uh, thanks so much again thanks, for coming Tim. on. Always good to see you. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next weekend. Let's try to get a, a, a try to get a, a schedule for you I'm to come into Cleveland. Yeah. All right, very good. So we're yeah, that'd be great. The jump I, I print, that. print the workout for us, bro. We want to know the workout. <laughs> I'll email it to you. All right, see you guys. Thanks, Tim, Tim College on the Oakland Cleveland Sports Show. Thanks. Tim, thank Tim. you very I just much. Have a content idea: When Tim comes Thanks, on top of the three-point shootout, yeah, he's got to lead us through a workout. Yeah, I'm game. We got a gym. We got the gym literally next door. Tim, you down for that? Absolutely, man. Yeah, let's do it. Make sure you have any somebody, uh, some uh, medical assistance here, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> just in case I pass out. <laughs> All right. Tim, thanks, man. Thanks, Tim. Right, yeah. See you guys. I, yeah, I, I think you're right, Bull. Yeah. If, if any yeah. of us look like that, we'd probably oh do the God. show without a shirt. Tim, Tim said he'd do it. I would never, if I looked like him, I would never wear a shirt. But, he, would never. He, but he's doing all the right things. Fasted cardio in the morning. He's doing yeah. five workouts, five, at least Listen, five gym workouts a week. He's there's doing, nothing more protein, obnoxious than skinny protein. people talking about weight loss. <laughs> Any Listen. weight loss plan works as long as you do it. The um, reason we get fat is because we can't stick with it. That's it. Any uh, weight here, loss plan will here. work if you do it. No, so it, it, no, that's not true. You've right? never been fat. You don't know. <laughs> that's not true, right? That's not true. <laughs> what, what it requires is some discipline. Yes. Yeah, that's what it that's requires. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. you got to do it. On both ends, though, it's, yeah. it's not just what you put in. Nope. It's the work that you do. Yes, sure. exactly. you, know, you move, move more, sure. eat less. But you could move, you could move a ton see, if you're eating poorly. It see, doesn't matter. See, God ain't gonna give everybody everything. Like He give you about three to four things to prosper in life. Mm. He give you any more than them three to four, you're gonna be out here well, wait, doing what, extra. What didn't Tim get? <laughs> hey, listen. He, well, see, Tim can basketball, football. You look baseball. at him. Injuries, right? Baseball. So, so like you said, injuries. Like he's like, yo. Sometimes people play. Yeah, but I nobody's gonna stand on it. Nobody can Listen, withstand the pounding mean, that guy chased, took. You're being chased by a mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a mob every Sunday. Right. <laughs> it is insane. It really is. And all, right. all, all your teammates say this. You all right, bro? You cool, bro? <laughs> you yeah, straight? My bad. What, uh, How grab, many times did he hear that from his left tackle? My bad, up, bro. Picking him up. Are you good? Are you good, bro? Come on, man. Come on. We need you now. Stand up. <laughs> Top five. Let's do it.
All right, it is top, top five. Four, ultimate five on this Monday. And as always, the Ultimate Five is sponsored by Roundstone, Roundstone. Insurance. Roundstone offers a better alternative for affordable quality health care. For more than a decade, Roundstone Insurance has been saving small and mid-sized businesses money. An average of 20%. 20%. Contact us today to learn how you can get great health care benefits that your employees will love and save money, too. And with Game 5 of the NBA Finals on tap for tonight, it is time for the five most fun players to watch in the NBA. Not oh. just the finals, the, the entire league. The whole league. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this Active is association This is a real yeah. list. Yeah, this will be good. Let's see. This is a good list. And this Let's was see. inspired <laughs> by Steph Curry going supernova on Yeah, kudos Friday. to him. I said on Friday, if he wants to be up with the big boys yeah. in the all-time top ten, he's got to score 40 I think plus. he said, has there ever been a superstar come More up? More disappointing. Yeah, in, in the, the finals. finals yeah. I said, if he really wants to be in that category, he's, he's got to score 40 plus, and he it. did. In Boston, which is it not easy awesome. to do, as you point out often. They had to eat on and everything in there. All right, top, fun, uh, top five players, <laughs> fun to watch. Top five players, Let's fun see. to watch. These are all superstars. Number five, Giannis. The only thing missing for me in his game is the consistent jump shot, but the way he gets to the rim, the way he plays defense, yeah. patrols to paint, the rebounds, the putbacks. The effort. Dunks, the effort. The effort. Yeah. I, I love Giannis. The, He's so the, much fun the, to watch. The humility, right, that he plays. Yeah, and good the, point. And the passion, right? Endears himself to the people, not only in Wisconsin, but across this country. Yeah, I don't think anybody can. Nobody picks fault with him being at least in the top five. No, no. I'm gonna pay to see these. Are, these are guys that I would pay to see. I don't know I'm if I describe his game as fun necessarily, but I like him as a player. Well, if you, it's fun if if you're a yeah. fan of the Bucks. It's not yeah, fun certainly. if you're yeah, yeah. If, if you're facing him, but it, it's fun because he does everything he does and he does it with such passion. And he's such an athletic and effort. Freak as always. Listen, he really everything is. Everything he does is. Fun. Like he takes three steps from half court and he dunks it. Like, Man, to me, yeah. that's you know, exciting. well, they don't call travels in the NBA anymore. It's, exci- so. it's exciting because he's the one dude that literally was like, he did everything right. He's like, not only am I going to be good, I'm going to make sure my brother's on the team. Right. <laughs> you <laughs> respect I'm gonna that. I'm going to stay too. in my yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay in Milwaukee. Yeah. I'm going to win a championship. And I'm, and I'm never going to be doing anything in the street. You don't even see with Giannis. And he signs like. Autographs for like people that are sick. I mean, he just he just does got it, it all. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's in the top five. Who's number four? Number four for me, Luka Doncic. The passing is yeah. what separates yeah. him from everyone else. He the way he runs a pick and roll, the patience, and the way, and maybe this is seeing it in person, which really uh, amplifies it for me. He plays it like half speed when everyone else is flying around, and his patience and ability to just dissect the defense. I love as a, a former player and point guard. I just love watching him play. He's a, he's a great player, and I just say this, I, Mike. I don't think he plays at half speed. I think he plays at no, his at, at his speed, right? And he makes people adjust to, to the game. I, I would I will say this: what I look forward to because I enjoy watching Luca play. I do too. Now, when he gets in much better shape and he understands the, the the completeness of the game on the other end of the floor, besides the offensive end, now we're gonna have a treat. But I can tell you what: he is a beast right now. He can get better. There's an upside yeah. to him. Sure. The question is for Luca: Will he do the things in the offseason that are necessary? He's he, to make sure that he gets to that next level. Does he have that veteran player advising? No, him? they don't have nobody down there. It's yeah. like it's just him. You know what makes Luca fun is, is to see a, a dude out of shape killing dudes. Like he's <laughs> he's don't see that often in who the association. He, he ain't got no. no cuts. He has no. He ain't jumping over you. Yeah. But you're like, but this dude at the rec center is killing us. <laughs> yeah. Like how's the rec center dude killing us? And he does it to everybody. The most athletic dudes. He just gets his money off. I How old he's is a giant? He? I mean, he's still pretty. 20, he's twenty. Young. He's young. He's young. Very young. Okay. I don't know if I. I mean, I think the way he played late puts him in the top five. 
Anybody with any major? I think he's fun to watch. No, I, think, yeah. I think he. Uh, I'll watch I think him. Okay. It's the passing that separates him from me. Uh, number three, LeBron James. Wow. He's a little that past low, huh? the athletic peak. Back when he was at his prime, the second stint, or really the whole first before the Lakers, he was number one on my list. Tiny bit, tiny bit past his prime athletically, but when LeBron's cooking, I mean, it's, I, it's still unbelievably fun to watch. I still think he's the best athlete in the NBA. I, I think, I think at the age, the level he's playing, and at the age that he's at, I think he is here. He's must see TV. I don't think people. I have him higher. Turning off the. Here, yeah, I, I mean, got him in the top five, but I don't think people are turning off the TV. You know, no. one of the reasons I, one of the reasons. I, that I admire him now is that he's still at that level at that age. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm not going to say because of his age I got to drop him down. Right. I'm his saying because sucks. of his age, I guess you drop he's him. Still remar- yeah, I mean, he, but he's yeah. still remarkable, and th- he does everything you want a superstar yeah. to do. You, uh, he, I just want to keep seeing how long. If you go back and watch, and you watch some of the greats, even Magic, like and Bird. They just one day they just was not. They good. got old. Isaiah Thomas happened just one yeah. day. Well, Bird like, got on. hurt yeah, more than got yeah, old. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah. part of that's getting part old. Of getting yeah. old. But LeBron, LeBron doesn't. LeBron gets no. hurt and gets stuck. I'm like, you you gonna lead the league in scoring, and you like a hundred. That's crazy. Like a hundred. Like hundred. And you know, and you how many games he done played in the yeah, playoffs? Yeah, got dog years. He's right. dog, yeah. And he played in three Olympics. Like it's crazy. Think of the miles that he has. Yeah, he got on a lot of miles on those He came right out of high school and. You know, most seasons he's going deep into the playoffs. You mentioned the Olympics. Mm-hmm. He's got to have more miles on oh, his man. body the, than the, no, just about anybody the, that's ever played the, the game. The, 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 and, no, he, and he was carrying them Kareem. teams. Here. He was carrying to some of them Cavs yeah. teams. Flip Murray. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Ira, Ira Nuble? <laughs> I know, this, man. Wait, it's laughable. You reaching back in your bag. Yeah, here, I'm right? in my bag. Number two. Honestly, the top three were splitting hairs on all yeah. this. Just personal preference Like for me, most lists. It's number two, Kevin Durant. No, I, not I even on my list. I prefer the mid-range jump shot that KD pulls up. It's my favorite shot in basketball to watch. Man, when and they, as when a they, lifelong Nets fan, now that, he's a net. When mate. that kid is cooking, he cooking, right? Yeah. I mean, he like, is. He, let, let me tell you how that. So, I, Mikey's on spot on because I'm going to tell you what. And, and, and I do broadcast work for the Cavaliers, as you know, right? And so I do all the away games, right? And so uh, Brooklyn was in here to play Cleveland at home. I said, let me go down because I wanted to see him. Yeah. I had to see his size. I had to see how tall he was. I had to see exactly who this kid was because he has become what I started as as the prototypical small forward in this league, which was six, six eleven, seven foot, person on the perimeter, able to shoot the ball, bring the ball up. What Jerry Krause told me in 1986 that with, with, which way the game was going, you were going to be the prototype here. This is the evolution of the prototype because I saw it. I was like, I have to go see this. Right. And when I saw it up, per, uh, uh, up close and in person, i like, this is it. His skill set is off the charts. I mean, the thing, his ball handling ability, the things he can do with that size, right? i like, this kid is unbelievable. So he is, Mikey, I think you're spot on here. He, and, we, it, and I think we all know the name that's not been mentioned yet that's coming. So I, I think it's hard to pick fault with his list. For me, the only discrepancy I have is for me with Durant, it's hard to separate the artist from the art. He, yeah. he missing. He, he I think one, he's made so many missteps yeah, yeah. One person in gonna, his career. One person going to miss this list. And we already know who it is, but go ahead. We we can shoot you. You're one. gonna say Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah I know. Say, I was wondering you about. He was know. six for me. Okay, for me. Right. and I had yep. Steph at one. That goes right. back. I, it's not recency bias. I'm a short point guard who shot the ball. Steph Curry's everything I always wanted to be, and when he gets in that supernova mode like he was on Friday night, yeah, he was. There is nothing in my opinion that's more fun to watch on a basketball court than Steph running around screens, getting the ball, watching the Warriors feed him, and him hit the most ridiculously difficult shots. 
look effortless. Yeah, and yeah. and sometimes if it was anybody else, you would say, oh, that shot has no chance to go in. Yeah. But with him, you say the exact opposite. You don't even need to see it go in. You're like, that's yeah. that's in. I, I think for me, too, with uh, that, I, maybe the change I would have made was Luka out yep. at four and Kyrie in. Yeah, but I you know what? Yeah. It's the same thing with Durant as it is, or with Kyrie as it is with Durant for me. It's hard for me to separate the art from the artist. And I, I, I just, I guess I go on the art, right? So the skill set is there, right? The problem for me with Kyrie is this, and I like the way Kyrie is. He don't have played enough games. But it's you know, not the five best no. players. It's the, five <laughs> no, it's the most fun no, to no, watch. No, I know. I absolutely. You don't get, a chance, you don't get enough time to watch him. He's not playing enough. Yeah. Right? I don't care if you go back to Duke or he doesn't play enough games. He just does not. And if you ask any player that has played this league, they're going to yeah. tell you the same thing. He's not on the floor enough. Right. right? So I cannot uh, catapult you to the top because I don't even get to see you. Sure. Uh, but here, I like watching Trey Young play. I think he's a lot of fun nope. to watch. Too. No, that that Kyrie skill set. I couldn't. Kyrie will dribble around you. I'm unimpressed with that. And, list. The, and the way he, the way he finished with the English left hand, right hand runner. Uh, he can shoot the three, pull up game. Oh, he got the whole game. He got the Everything. whole. The playground game is crazy. Like I mean, only problem is. You don't see it enough. Yeah, bro. You, you can't miss yeah. By the games. way, I'm going to tick off Brad again here. Look, look. Most exciting player of all time. I'll take Magic over Michael. Most exciting. Hey, most that's fun. a good debate for Friday. Yeah. That's a good debate for oh, Friday. I mean, yeah. hey, I'll I tell mean, Michael's up there, of course. I was. I, was but I think the, Magic was the most fun player I, I, I to ever watch. I say I got in the YouTube, uh, YouTube top machine and yeah. went back. And when Magic was doing this, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, and oh, the little oh, stutter step, nothing no was load. better than here. those Magic passes. I don't have to go to the video. You <laughs> <laughs> saw it. I saw it first. I gotta go to a damn and video. Okay. <laughs> and OG. If, 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 if you, Mike, if you go, if you go deep enough, you'll, you'll find see, Brad on the wrong you, side you, of that you video. Magic taking me down. We gotta find that. Doctor J's got to be on that too. Doctor J, my man now. Doctor J. See, now you're talking all the time. You know what that turns into? He was, that's part of the But I tell you another thing: to, to Bull and his New Yorkers, yeah, that Bernard King, Bernard, Bernard, Bernard King, could, when he, he was could rolling, fill it up, when man. he was rolling, oh, it was, oh he could drop, he could drop fifty too. like this, oh, my, yeah, on a bad knee. And here, there's no better place to do it than in the garden. Yeah, I said yeah. you bring the noise into the garden. It's, it's like amazing. it's like no other place. I know this is a tangent. We got to go, but I think we can do this quick. If you think of the most exciting basketball play you've ever seen in your life. The most exciting play. Most exciting play that you've ever seen in your the life. The first thing that came to my mind was when um, Larry McNuggets, Larry Bird got the steal and passed yeah. the DJ for the basket. Top five for sure. Basket. Top five for sure. And the call made it so great. Yeah, the too. call was amazing. I say, I say, Jordan the jumper in uh, Utah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And the, that was a great picture. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, this ain't a feat. I just keep going. I don't know why I keep going back when Kobe got eighty-one. I mean, 81 points, a lot of points, That's a lot bro. of points. Yeah. Especially today. But not, but, but that one play. One the, play. For me, it was Jordan going up and reversing in midair and coming I, around oh yeah. the other I, way. I got one. It was unbelievable. When, when I, Dr. I, J came up underneath, when he was on that fast break, and I think he was playing. Dr. J was playing and switched. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. That I was like, yeah, that was that, same. Here comes the doctor. Very similar. But I would tell you what, one more I just thought about that. Jordan on the baseline on that dunk on Ewing in Madison yeah, Square Garden one. when they spot him in the playoffs and he had all this in the rim on Ewing yeah. and I was like, oh my goodness. Great. One that no one mentioned and I thought they would was LeBron's block. Yes. In, oh, that in was game awesome. seven. Yeah, yeah. That for First me. First time Shaq is... broke the backboard. Oh, that was, that was <laughs> nuts. Cool. McNugget, yeah. what are we missing? 
Vince Carter jumping over the. Oh yeah, the se- oh, yeah, so. yeah, 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 the yeah. Fran- the French dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, over a seven Poor guy. <laughs> yeah, that was insane. Hey, we got to take a break, by yeah. the way. Okay, we'll when break. When we come back, we're gonna play a, a game called Guess the Stat Line, Guardians Edition. Let's okay, you guys, how well you know the Hey, Guardians. the Guardians are red hot. They're three games out of first place. I said that right. Three games out of first place. Guardians conversation on the other side of this break. The Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show is coming right back. 